Jessica? Oh, man. Um, I think that that's just Corey here talking about Jessica Chastain. Am I right? Just sighing. Oh, man. Thinking about Jessica. The role of Rachel will be played by Corey today. Um, hey, you know what, Brad, I was thinking we need in this episode, I think, is, you know, that beginning of, are you there? Yeah. Yeah. That beginning of Sledgehammer, where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. I just think that's such a, like, it's like a mating call. Oh so I think we need that at the, at the beginning, especially when we're heating up with Corey starting to talk about Jessica Chastain. Anyway, this is a podcast, not just us riffing in the studio, dude. Even though I guess we could switch gears and have a podcast where we just riff in the studio, dude. I genuinely did not know we had started recording because <laughs> uh, this cord was slightly loose in this box. Uh, so I didn't hear the cue. So if you heard me just sighing about Jessica Chastain, it's it's because I didn't realize we were recording. Apologies uh, to to all. You know what I have to say about that? Oh, my God. This is a podcast. I'm Rachel. That's Corey. Let's go. Get ready for a five-minute fight. Five-minute. Round one. Fight. fight. Oh, man. It's time for a five-minute fight. Five-minute fight. You know what I think works best, Brad? What's that? When the white cord is out of the box. Oh, my God. <laughs> just sticking, Corey, with a disadvantage. I'm already at a disadvantage when I come in here. I'm just inherently at a disadvantage. Uh, what are we fighting about today? And go ahead, I'm bored already, Brad, so start the timer, please. We're fighting about the talented young actor Andrew Garfield, an Academy Award nominee for Hacksaw Ridge, which isn't a good movie, but I contend. Nevertheless, he's a really, really talented young actor. Um, first made a big impression on me in The Social Network, uh, co-star of Mark Romanek's Never Let Me Go, the lead of Martin Scorsese's brilliant, wonderful masterpiece, Silence, um, and he's shown up in a lot of other stuff here and there. Um, we were just uh, wistfully sighing about me going to see Jessica Chastain's The Eyes of Tammy Faye later tonight, perhaps, after recording. He stars in that, playing Jim Baker. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that. But Rachel, you are not, because you don't like Andrew Garfield. You think he's boring. I think he's great. He's got this awkward energy of, of that reminds me of a young Anthony Perkins. Um, the sort of off-kilter thing that works really, really well, especially in something like Under the Silver Lake, um, which I think is a great movie that we've talked about on this podcast before. Um, why don't you like him? What's your deal? Was I, Oh, I'm sorry. Was I sleeping? No, it sounded yes, like you were I sawing logs. Was. I was fucking hacksawing them. Oh, okay. gosh. So I just need to... Red alert, red alert, red alert. Something that's never been said before. Uh-huh. He made a big impression on me in the social network. Corey. What? Nobody's Come on. ever said that a ever. A bunch of people have said that. No. Um, you know, no. that, that kind of catapulted uh, a couple people to to stardom, him among them. You got Jesse Eisenberg, an Oscar nomination out of that. And, you know, Army Hammer, who has, Oh, you want to go there? I don't necessarily, but, like, he, he kind of got a, a career boost out of that. I just got a text from him that I want to eat your neck. <laughs> Listen, uh, the only Garfield that I like is the cat that wants lasagna. Oh, this is, Jesus you knew Christ. That was coming. Oh, come low on. Low blow. Low blow. I just won the argument. 
Sam, that was one million points. Listen, he's boring and you know it. No, he's not. Everybody just got bored and stopped listening when you started talking about how great Andrew Garfield is. He's absolutely terrible. He's dull. There's only four people on the entire planet who have ever said anything positive about him. And they were, it was like some grandmoms that's like, I want to see what that little Andrew Garfield guy's been doing. I can't wait to well, see Well, I guess this. I'm a grandma. You're definitely a grandma. I think that's and been well established how? on this podcast. I don't, I mean, I'm really stretching for time here because he's dull and there's not really anything to say. You truly don't think again, he's ever given an effective no, or interesting no, performance. I dull. think that's I off I forgot base. he was in the social network. How do well, you, how do you explain? That sounds like a you problem. Oh yeah, definitely. How do you, exp- I didn't forget the JT was in it. How do you explain Hacksaw Ridge and that accent, Corey? How do you I, look, explain I, it? I'm how obviously not it? going to defend Hacksaw Ridge or his performance in Hacksaw Ridge or the inexplicable Oscar nomination, which he should have gotten that year. Or for the silence di- or the director that he got for Hacksaw, of Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. I think, in fact, I've talked on this very podcast about how I don't like this movie, um, and I don't really think he's very good in it. I don't lay all the blame at his feet, though. I lay most of the, the blame uh, at the feet of Mel Gibson, who turns that into a movie that's either gloppily sentimental or just ghastly uh, and over-the-top in its violence. You know what we never need to talk about? Andrew Garfield or Mel Gibson's feet. Well, okay, but uh, I, you're throwing quips at me here, and I'm trying what to. What else can I do? You know, create what, a coherent is, argument how here. How tall is Andrew? Uh, I don't know. He seems like a lanky fella. Um, Does he? Because I was thinking he's a little shorter than maybe Tom Cruise. I think I, I think he's a uh, he's a taller gentleman. He strikes me as a little guy, probably because he's so his screen presence is so tiny that okay, it could fit right. in my fucking pocket. But okay, I know you don't like Under the Silver Lake, but I think Ooh, he's doing interesting stuff in that movie. You know what Under he's, the Silver Lake is for him? He's like, I want some edge. They keep casting me as the cute little guy, and I want the some cute edge. lanky tall guy. Whatever. Martin Scorsese called. He does have a tall personality, so he's to me he's a silence. Um, silence is uh, again a masterpiece. Dare um, I question the master? But I am. Oh my god! Dare I question the master? But I am. I do not like him. That's my entire argument. Well, um, he's not a very good Spider-Man. I'm not going to defend him when he when he takes mainstream roles like like a Peter Parker or like the lead in Hacksaw Ridge, he, he sometimes feels ill-fitting for them. He's like a saltine cracker. But, he, but he's got an off-kilter kind of strange energy that I think does work. Again, like an Anthony Perkins, uh, where How there's something a little uncomfortable you, about Corey? him. It's How not just his you? physical presence, though he what looks a lot like... Anth- just stop for one second. Uh-huh. What film is Anthony Perkins in? Psycho? He's in Psycho. Uh-huh. And that's what you're going to compare? You're going to compare this little man to 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 that? I, I'm going to look up his height because I think you're unduly calling Please, him short. because that'll burn up some time. Um, Everybody is tired of this Andrew argument. Garfield, height. Time. Oh, thank you, Brad. Sam? Oh, he's 5'10". He is kind of short. Oh, I mean, well, that's about my height. By the way, anything over 5'5 five five is tall to me. <laughs> So what? What is your? <laughs> so I was gonna say I thought I lost, but I didn't. <laughs> I can't believe you're just like anti him in the social network. That is a I great am. performance. I Again, you could have put anybody. Just uh, that's one of his worst roles, I think. Okay, well, Sam. Just, <laughs> um, all right, so I'm gonna start off with. So, okay, Corey says he does have this sort of awkward energy. I completely agree, but he kind of overuses it a lot in a lot of his roles, almost in a Michael Sarah type way. I'm going to obviously give plus one million points for the Garfield joke to Rachel. Someone had to do it. 
Um, Nobody had to do it. Someone had to. Uh, <laughs> uh, and another 500000 for the extremely genuine how dare you at the Anthony Perkins comparison. Andrew Garfield's the worst Spider-Man. He's so replaceable in so many of his roles. Um, I mean, Under the Silver Lake is underrated to me. I like it, but not because of Andrew Garfield. Hacksaw Ridge is a piece of shit. Um, I'm very actually begrudgingly announcing Rachel as the winner of this by a long shot. I really thought it would go the other way. Hey, Corey, Michael Sarah Byrne. I like Michael Sarah too, so. <laughs> Michael Sarah Byrne. I just won, bitch. <laughs> this just isn't my afternoon. <laughs> oh, it's never Andrew Garfield's afternoon. I mean, except when he's cashing that fucking paycheck. Again, Oscar nominee. So he's doing fine. I don't remember. Don't him. worry about Andrew Garfield. He's Who? doing fine. I don't know him. Oh, Jesus I don't Christ. I've got a new sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like Gizmo there. I kind of did. Yeah. This is Pick a City. It's getting a little crazy today. Well, it's what else is new? It's going to get a little new? crazy. And so I'm going to just roll my hand over some cities. You can't really see them from where you're sitting. I can't. Four eyes. Nope. Okay. So <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just coming. I'm, I'm coming quick and fast today. Quick and mean. Okay. So tell me when to stop and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to test you and your kind of crazy sense of every damn thing in terms of memory. Well, that's the only thing I got going for uh, me. Uh, stop. Oh, man. Uh-oh. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Have we done this before? Uh, no. Okay. Um, Can you think of anything from Albuquerque? I, and I'm, the I'm television series Breaking Bad is okay. entirely shot and filmed in Albuquerque, along with the, the prequel series Better Call Saul, which um, is currently filming its uh, sixth and final season. Both of those are great. I'm trying to think of films set in Albuquerque. Hey, Sam, could you make a note that we're going to argue Breaking Bad? What are we arguing about with Breaking Bad? I don't like it. What the? Why? Oh, yeah. You and the rest of the planet. Get over it. Let me tell you something real quick. You know what? You know what? You you can have your reasons. That's fine. We don't have to argue about Breaking Bad. You can have your reasons. It's great. I'm content in its greatness. I'm glad it exists. Can we argue about it, though, Sam? Can you make a note of that, please? Um, you know what? You'll you'll appreciate this. Uh-huh. We had. I'm probably not to say, supposed to say this, but I'm saying it anyway because I'm. You know, I'm I'm, I'm like an anarchist. Uh huh. You're just throwing speaking. bombs left and right. Left today. and right. Left and right. And you know, we got our survey re- results back from the from the festival. Uh huh. And um, I, these are anonymous, so I can't attribute it to anybody. And whoever said it, I guarantee you, wasn't listening to the podcast. Uh oh. But they said one of the quotes, which I think you'll appreciate, is, "You shouldn't let your artistic director." Which my title is actually creative director, but I'll take it. You shouldn't let your artistic director speak. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, if you're going to argue against Breaking Bad, I'm inclined to agree. Oh, man. They were really upset because I dropped the F-bomb at Emma, which pretty sure when I dropped the F-bomb at Emma, I said, if this word offends you, you ought not be in this room. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of <laughs> ridiculous. If you use the word fuck in front of Emma, that's just – and then somebody was like, I'm offended by that word, but then they watched the entirety of that movie. Well, I don't know if they watched the entire of the movie. They didn't say that in the in the survey. They just, they just spent a long time talking about how much I suck. But I, I did say fuck in one other instance, and that was at uh, the beginning of LFG. Oh, well, but that's in the title. The title of the film, in case anybody doesn't isn't aware, that LFG stands for Let's Fucking Go, which they outline in the first five minutes of the film. So I felt okay about it. I didn't feel as great about having a soccer player kick a soccer ball into the audience, but they did avoid the projector. So well, that's it worked good. out. Anyway, um, all I'm saying is you're not alone. 
There yeah. are lots of people out there who want to silence me. Okay, so here's a question. We just talked about um, Anthony Perkins, um, right. and we just talked about Psycho. Is the beginning of Psycho, is that set in Albuquerque? That's a great question, but I think we didn't we already determine that it, that it is not in Albuquerque, but that I, it's somewhere I can't else. Remember, I feel a retraction's coming. I'm on. I'm sure there is. I feel a retraction. It's some. Coming it's on. some sort of desert, sort of southwest city, and she that she begins in that she steals the money in. But this was in another pick a city, so I, I feel say, like it was. Let's put a plug in it because either I've talked about Albuquerque before, or and I've totally screwed up. Which what else is new? Or you know we're just spinning our wheels here so we're gonna put it on pause we're why gonna not come both back. <laughs> yeah i mean a- absolutely both um i will tell you this though we can spend a little uh, just a minute on this which uh-huh. is that um this is a retractions and actually it's not a retractions it's a additions okay because you had a bunch in your pocket when we talked about philadelphia yes i did you, you did Rocky, a great great the job Sixth at Sense, that unbreakable no surprise you pulled a bunch out philadelphia impressive impressive <laughs> except for philadelphia but I just kind of want to throw a few more. And you also mentioned M. Night Shyamalan, I believe, having shot some stuff there. Yeah, yeah, and, most of his and, movies. Yeah, and that, that indeed was correct. I double-checked you, and that one indeed was correct. But listen to this. Okay. Uh, apparently, a lot of folks shoot Philadelphia for New York. Probably not surprising. No, that's not surprising. Um, but here are, some, here are some fun ones. Blowout, 1981. Sick. Yeah, Dressed to Kill, 1980. And I believe you, didn't you mention De Palma at some yeah, point? Yeah, yeah I, I should have gotten Blowout. I would not have remembered that Dressed to Kill is set in Philadelphia. Or, Wait for it. Okay. Trading Places. Oh, yeah. 1983. Okay. Um, and one of my personal favorites, uh-huh. Mannequin from 1987. Well, that would not have been on my radar. Right, well, it should <laughs> have been on mine. Age of Innocence, 93. Really? Yeah, which am I? It's been a long time since I've seen, seen Age of Innocence, but is that I mean, that's Philadelphia? Set in, that's set Philadelphia in Philadelphia for New York, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, Twelve Monkeys. Yes. Jersey Girl. Uh, if, oh, if you how say so. Sad, sad, sad. <laughs> um, the Wrestler. Okay. That should. That's one that we yeah. if we had spent long enough probably would have come up with. Here's another one of my favorites: Transformers Two. Revenge of the I can't read my Revenge writing. of the Fallen. The Fallen. That's the worst of them, believe yeah, it or not. Yeah, from 09. And Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah, cuz Bradley Cooper's all ex- obsessed with the Philadelphia Eagles in that That's movie. That's right. So yeah, there's okay. some there's some that weren't really deep cuts that we we could have come up with. Anyway, um you know, again, not really a retraction, more of an addition, but now everybody's got in the back of their mind, a handful of films shot in Philadelphia. Well, I also looked up where the opening of Psycho takes place. Let's hear it. Phoenix. So That's I was right, wrong. and we did we did, we talk did do about a that. Phoenix, yeah. so that makes sense. Yeah. All right, well, it seems like there's still a retraction to come because you you were stretching a bit on the Albuquerque, but you I, know, I couldn't it's think of a film. I could think of the television series, uh, the the two series, but uh, not a film. So, oops. Well, here's what's interesting. Okay. Part of how I came up with today's choices mm-hmm. because we are getting at least in the states here, we're getting to the bottom of the barrel. And the way that I came up with them was I did a quick search for what what are the cities in which films are shot the most and so apparently albuquerque is a popular hub for filmmaking they probably have some good film incentives i didn't dive too deeply into why that is maybe terrain film incentives some combination thereof but albuquerque i guess has a bunch of titles that we'll come back and talk about later including one that just jumps to mind i don't know if it was shot in albuquerque do you remember the let the right one in american remake let me in Uh, you know what I, I have a confession. Uh-huh. I never. I did, of course, saw and loved Let the Right One On. I never saw the remake. Well, the remake's pretty good. It's yeah. set, I think, in New Mexico. Okay. Well, we're gonna make a note of that, and we'll yeah. come back. But yeah, that was that was Pick a City. Did pretty good. I mean, considering. 
for listening to Side Talks Podcast. We're your own personal cinematic Justin Bieber and Orlando Bloom. And listen, okay, when we did the intro for this and I couldn't hear <laughs> anything, um, I I may have like sighed into the microphone about Jessica Chastain, who I think is a, a perfectly lovely actress. I, I try not to be, as the kids put it, thirsty on Maine. <laughs> Um, uh, that's Rachel's position here on this oh, podcast. Guilty. Um, so, guilty um, charged. I apologize um, to any and everybody. Um, and uh, you know, Jessica Chastain, um, she's she's a great actress, and my interest in her is is purely professional, not thirsty at all. Well, you realize what the common combination of Justin Bieber and Orlando Bloom is, right? Because it is they were bo- they're both thirsty individuals. <laughs> well, These are two very thirsty human beings. Fighting over women in that age gap, Orlando. Wait, okay. So he's he's married to Katy Perry, right? He is now, but this this happened before. Uh-huh. Okay, this happened before the uh, the Katy Perry. Even though I think they might be, I don't know. We'll have to come back with a hot breaking. Probably two years later, did they get divorced or broken up or whatever? Because oh, I don't know. Um, we're not on top of of everything. You know, we can't be. But so maybe we'll come back with that late breaking news for probably our podcast listeners. It will be news to them, even though for the average person it wouldn't be. Um, but apparently, even though there's a ocean between an age difference between these two, you know, Orlando likes to date a lot younger, uh-huh. and uh, they've had a little they had a little spar over. Um, oh my gosh, Miranda Kerr. I have no idea who that is. Well, apparently that's a person that. Um, that. Dated both Bieber and well, Bloom? Well, no, I think mostly just be- the Beeb was trying to flirt with her a little bit, as the Beeb oh. does. Beeb gonna Beeb, though. That's sure. the thing. It's like, do you really think you're gonna let... Ju- if Justin Bieber came in this room right now, he's gonna try to make out with both of us. And he's a happily married man. That's just what he does. So we let him do that, but Orlando does not. So And then it got nasty, nasty, nasty when Orlando Bloom began dating Selena Gomez and sort of swooped her a bit away from the Beeb. But again, Orlando... She's Bruh. much younger than Orlando Bruh. Bloom. We, That's kind of mm. Orlando and I are not too much of a golf in age, and we get there's no business dipping that low. But you know, yeah. Well, Orlando going to Orlando, just like Beeb going to. When when I think about him and and his non Legolas related activities, all I can think of is that time that paparazzi caught him and Katy Perry like. Um, surfing or whatever he's like on a, on oh, that's a, right. a board and he's we just like dick he's just we... nude and yeah. he, he's just like he's just hanging he's I just hanging him out in that um i mean i like he's orlando bloom i guess if you've got it you should flaunt it i i support orlando bloom and whatever nakedness he wants to throw out to the world surfing yeah. or not even though menses i don't think that nude surfing looks good on anybody but especially y'all's Oh, anyway, you're not interested in that? <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. Here's the point. There's no one in the entire universe who's interested in seeing men surf naked. Uh, and now I'm going to get a few calls from some people that yeah, will tell me that know. they indeed are. But, um, you know, you got a fetish. sexually attracted to, to men, speak up and, and let us know. Uh, no, also, you're, not, this you're is, missing my point. I, I, yeah, maybe maybe a bit. Anyway, not you know you can look really good naked, but it doesn't mean you can you know you can look na- good the, naked the, on a you, surfboard or on a treadmill or something. I mean, there's a there's a line to <laughs> no, everything. Well, y'all. that's true. There's a line to um, everything. He should not be naked on a treadmill. Oh please, please. Anyway, um, could you please make your artistic director stop talking? <laughs> uh, well, thanks to our sponsor, Revelator Coffee. Um, love that. I love that. I love that they are our sponsor. I love their coffee. We're so grateful to have them on board sponsoring these. Silly antics. 
Um, and of course, thanks to Boutwell Studios here for uh, making us sound good, even when we are oblivious to the fact that we've started recording and, and you know, sighing over Jessica Chastain. I'm so embarrassed by that. Oh, man. That white cord, I'm going to be managing that a little more. <laughs> She's just going to sabotage me. Bye. Oh, SidewalkFest.com, at Sidewalk Film. Thanks to Splash96. And thank you, most of all, for listening. Bye. Boutwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.